As you prepare for retirement, you'll be faced with many important choices. We want you to make the right ones. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Charles is an accredited investment fiduciary. He's well-equipped to help you make sound financial decisions. We want you to experience a meaningful retirement. On our podcast, we believe financial choices matter. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another edition of the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with Charles and I as we talk investing, finance, retirement, and financial temptations is the uh, conversation this go-around. Not the cool temptations, Charles. I don't guess we're going to break out my girl or anything. But we can talk. I got I got no dance moves today. You got no dance so, moves. Yeah, no, not today. We can't uh, we can't step in unison or anything. Uh, step yeah. on each other, maybe, but I don't know. <laughs> well, we're going to get into that conversation. We're going to finish up the rest of our fun little uh, look at reasons to not call a financial advisor. And maybe if we got time, we'll squeeze in a couple of emails as well. And of course, if you got questions or concerns, make sure you reach out to Charles. Get yourself on the calendar for a conversation before you take any action on something here on our show or any other. Always check with a qualified professional. Find them online at pelotoncapital.com. All right, my friend. So let's get into this conversation here. Some financial temptations. Having a good financial plan, good strategy, right, is obviously yeah. uh, a wise thing to do. We talk about this quite often, but hey, temptations are out there. We're human. Stuff comes oh, up. Oh, sure. Oh yeah, something sounds really, really cool. I really want to. I really want it, right? Yeah, I really, 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 really want it. We were we were just talking about computers. They're oh, the Spice Girls. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, well, we went from the Temptations of the Spice Girls. I don't know. That's not a good thing. That's we probably went the wrong direction on that. So let me give you my first one here. Okay. Because for most of our demographic, let's just say fifty and up, right? And I and I've been using this as an analogy. I think you know how Memorial Day is like the unofficial kickoff to summer. Right. It's not technically summer, but no. it's the unofficial kickoff. I think fifty is the unofficial kickoff to thinking about retirement. When we hit fifty, if you haven't started putting any thought on this, you really start when you turn fifty. Typically, we start to see that happen more and more. So, but you're also making the most money probably that you've ever made. Sure. Kids are yeah. coming off the more payroll, likely. right? Yeah. So there's a yeah. temptation there to maybe go buy a few things that you've kind of been doing without because you've been doing this, that, or the other. So be careful about carrying too much debt those final years as we're winding down towards retirement, right? Oh yeah, no, that's that's absolutely important. With interest rates low now, there is a temp, especially. I mean, historically, wow, really low. I'm borrowing uh, some the money. Temp- yeah. the- Oh yeah, the temptation is to borrow a bunch because it doesn't cost you much in interest to pay it back, and that's not untrue. But that's not untrue. But is it unwise? It, again, questions like that, I have always said. My only answer is it depends. Yeah. If you're doing it with very specific purpose, because you can get something um, and you want it right now, maybe it's not going to be there. Um, or maybe it's the trip of a lifetime or maybe something else and you do it, but mm, you've got, mm. you know, have you put, have you, you know, if you're planning for nothing and you just think I'm making money and I've got some in the bank and why don't I just do this? Uh, so I'm going to go borrow more than I should. It's a tricky one. Debt doesn't do you any good. Debt takes away dollars <laughs> that could grow. Right. If you can get a better rate of return than the interest that you're paying on something, then maybe you, you know, I mean, it's, there's a whole bunch of different reasons. Debt gets you in trouble and having too much money rarely does. I think that's maybe the best way to put it. Um, and you might, in fact, be in a better financial situation. You're up for a raise in a year or you're, you know, you've got stock options or something else, or you've been diligently saving. I mean, there's people that are in trouble with debt, in our opinion, our experience are probably always going to be in trouble with debt. And other people that have come to realize, well, I don't need to have this much debt. 
just because I have a credit card that's got a $30,000 credit limit doesn't mean I have to rack up $30,000 on the credit card. Um, right, right. You've, you've, you've got to make some common sense decisions. And- I think you can outgrow it or or grow away from it because I used to be one of those ones, Charles, where you know if I had access to something that I was probably going to get myself into a bit of trouble with it. But as I've matured and gotten older, I have definitely weaned myself away from that, you know, and so I'm much, much smarter now, much more, you know, wiser. So I think you can yeah. break that mold. Yeah, you can. It's those, but there's, there are people that just can't, don't know how to. And, and even if they knew how to, probably wouldn't anyway. Some, Sherry likes to say you can, sometimes you just lead a horse to water and you watch them drown. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, she, oh, I've said man. it on the show before, but no, I mean, it's, that's you, true you, though. You just, it's hard. You can't, true. you can't help sometimes. Yeah. You just can't You yeah. want to, but you can't. Well, all right. So, so from a financial advisor standpoint though, a lot of times you'll hear some that say, well, debt, it's all bad. None of it's good. You know, shoot it all, burn it with fire. Right. But yeah. some debt is probably fine. Right. I mean, it, oh, yeah. it, there's yeah, a, yeah. I mean, it's life. We're going to probably have to incur some, de- even in our later years, we may be looking at some, it's just, again, the point was carrying too much. Let's just be, right. let's be that's cognizant a, and aware. Yeah. That's a, it's a big handcuff. It just is. Okay. 401k matches, financial yeah. temptation, missing out. Let's stick with this 50 theme. Okay. So you're okay. 50, you're making the most money you've ever made, whatever. Maybe the temptation, because you want to, I don't know, pay the house down faster, or I don't know, whatever, is to take home, have the take home pay be as big as you can possibly get it. Right. So you're right. therefore, you're skimping out on the, the 401k. Okay. A lot of you know, people do that on a regular basis. Here's, first of all, there's two parts of a 401k there's a regular traditional 401k where you're just deferring taxes. And, right. You know, we'll talk about that. I think again, because your pre-tax dollars go into the 401k and then the company matches. Okay. If, if there's a match, right. Getting the match is getting free money. Heck yeah. It's free. It's free. You get a hundred percent return on a dollar that they match. So I got to, I got to go with at least do the match. The other thing in a 401k is look at the whole idea of a Roth for does your company have a Roth 401k option? And more companies pay, are adding that all the time. They so. are very yeah. much so. A few years ago, hardly anybody had it. Our two daughters, both gainfully employed in Tucson, both have companies that have 40, Roth 401k options. They've yeah. been doing it since they said, hey, we've got a 401k. And I said, sign up for this side. There you go. Of it. And the mat, the company match is tax, is tax deferred. They got to pay tax on that someday when they take it out. Exactly. But the Roth is not. It's a way better deal. But take the match. Regardless, there is some, yeah, yeah, free money. 100% of the time, I can't say that every single time, maybe, no, not not for absolutely everybody, but the way, probably 99 plus percent of the time, take the match. It's free money. Yeah. I mean, I've been trying to get Charles to buy me lunch for a while now. When he does, I mean, I'm taking that free lunch, right? Because we don't often get that in life. Good luck. He got quiet, didn't he? So, yeah, I mean, I, there's really, and I get it. I mean, again, this is the temptation. Not many people are going to do it, right? So for most of us, we're going to say, heck, yeah, I'm taking the free money. But you could yeah. be tempted to try to increase that take-home pay because, again, maybe you're trying yeah. to increase yeah. okay. the monthly check so you can pay the house off faster or whatever. Yeah, pay the house out faster is a real interesting conversation. Is a big one, yeah, for a lot of people. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you mentioned taxes, so let's go there. Deferring the taxes. Okay. Again, the financial temptation, that sweet, sweet allure, right, uh, Charles, of saying, ah. oh, I'll pay it later. I don't have to deal yeah. with it right now. Yeah, no, I, and and that's that's what the government wants you to do. <laughs> of course they Pay do. it later. Uh, it's the simple question that we ask. Do you think taxes are going to go up 
in the future. Yes or no? At the time we're taping this, they're about ready to go up now. They're, they're, well, it, it, they're never the going to go back down. I mean, yeah. uh, we, we had a break there for a few years. Tax rates have been coming down for a long time. There was following World War II, the highest marginal tax rate, which is the tax you pay on the last dollar you make every year, used to be 90%. When I started working, it was 70%. So where they are now is historically wildly low, but they're going to go up. I mean, they just are. You could say, well, I don't think they will. Okay, fine. That's what you think. They're, I hate to say this to people, but you'll be wrong because they're going to go up. It's just that simple. Why defer into a higher tax bracket in the future? And this ends up being really dicey. I mean, there's, there's no perfect way to calculate this. When you get to retirement and you're taking it out, do I know what your tax bracket is going to be then? No, I don't. Neither does anybody else. But at the same time, if you can stay within a reasonable tax bracket, knowing what it's probably going to be and plan for that, then you know they're going well, to go up. You just you need to have your investments situated in a way that you minimize the tax impact on the choices that you make between now and the time you stop working, and even after that. Yeah. Well, there's a darn good chance it's going to be up, right? So I mean, oh, yeah. You know, so I it's, mean. It's, it's an absolute. And I'm even sorry. if even if you're looking at, you know, 30 years of retirement, you're going to have multiple administrations. So whether somebody oh. comes along and, and promises a beautiful tomorrow by having lower than tax rates, you know, read my lips, George Bush, you know, no new taxes, whatever the case is type of thing. Right. Right. You're, the reality is you're going to see multiple administrations. So multiple things are going to change. And now that we've had this stuff happen that we've had the last couple of years and all this money we're spending, it, there's just no way around it. It's, it's oh, no, that's right. Yeah. Is it going to be different based on different perspectives of different of the two political parties? Sure, it will. So you're going to get oh, you're also going to get flip flop back and forth. They're always going to banter. Yeah. And go back and forth. So 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 you've got to be willing to go with what is the best for you now, knowing that, you know, Three years from now, or four years from now, or whatever it is, that yeah. could change. Well, Go we know what, what the tax, know. we know what the tax rates are now, and that's why that's why conversions have been so popular the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. Because oh, people yeah. are like, hey, let me convert it and pay the twenty. If I'm in, the, let's say I'm in the twenty-two percent tax bracket, let me pay yeah. it at twenty-two because that's a heck of a lot better than if I go back to twenty-eight. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You know, and so you you know, and, and in doing that, we do the calculation. How can we run it up at the top with the twenty-two percent tax bracket? Let's not yeah. go to, to the next tax bracket up unless it's not a big jump. And it's a big jump, don't do it. Yeah, and don't talk or, yourself. Or know in, that you're doing it, right? But, yeah, yeah, and don't talk yourself into saying, "Well, it's only four percent if I go from twenty, you know, or uh, excuse me, six uh, percent well, if I go from twenty-two to twenty-eight. But six percent, let's say six percent on a hundred grand, that adds up. Oh yeah, no, it it makes a difference. Yeah. If you went over a thousand dollars into the upper bracket, that so what? Right. So there you go. There is some financial temptations. Don't carry too much debt. Make sure that you're at least getting the company match and have a conversation about taxes because the tax choo-choo is rolling down the train. Or tracks. <laughs> the train is coming, that's for sure. All right, Charles. So let's do these uh, some more of these uh, funny little reasons to not call a financial advisor that we did Perfect. on the prior podcast a couple of weeks ago. That's right. People won't waste my time because we're right. going to dispel all of these. All right. I don't need to talk to you if you, you want to work you, ideas. Yeah, there you go. I was going to set you up. <laughs> you if if you want to work until you die, uh, you might not okay. need a financial advisor. Now, many of us say, you know, hey, I want I do want to work till I drop. Okay, well that's cool. But do you want to work till you drop because you have to have the paycheck or because you just want to well, work because you like it? Huge, yeah, huge difference. I've always said I will work, I will drop. I love what I do. I will drop dead at my desk or I will become stupid and start to give bad advice. And the <laughs> second one's trickier because <laughs> how do you know? Uh, <laughs> you won't uh, know. Sherry will know. But no, no. Uh, 
you know, if you like what you're doing and you enjoy what you're doing and you, you know, uh, then fine. Yeah. But, you know, at some point in time, the other thing is you might want to work, but not be healthy enough to work. So there are some. Right. Yeah. You, you may want to work till your die, but your back says no. Yeah. No, thank you. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. That's right. I but, saw. Hey, it's, it's not a, it's not a really goofy. It's not a really goofy one because I, I this from my perspective, it's not at all because my dad had a heart attack and died, but he worked that day. Yeah. Just because he liked to work. Well, and again, the the piece of that that makes it goofy is, you know, and it's again not goofy, is the piece of it that, that separates it is if you're doing it because you have to have the paycheck. Right. You know, that's one thing and, and you need to call an advisor. But if you're doing it because you just enjoy it, I just saw a story last week, Charles, it's pretty interesting about a lady who uh, about a guy who's 78 and still goes out every day and, and works on his lobster boat. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's tough work. You know, and he's 78 yeah. years old. Well, pretty cool. Interesting. His mom. But his mom goes with him. Yeah. I read that. Yeah. She's 100 years old. Yeah. And she's I thought that was fabulous. That's amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, but is she doing, I, I, my guess is she's doing it because she loves it and it's ingrained yeah. in her. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Versus so. like needing the paycheck. So, and she doesn't yeah. go every day. So, uh, all right. So, another reason you might not need to call a financial advisor, that's some good English right there, might not need, is you've, we talked about the government, Charles. You, you want to rely on them because you think that they are just fantastic. You want to rely on the government for your support. I can't imagine that anybody going into retirement, yes, Social Security, we know there's some entitlement programs, but do you truly want to make sure that, like they have to make every decision for you. I can't see that being a thing. There's a lot of people. There's millions of people to do it right now. They sort of don't have a choice. It's called welfare. Yeah. Um, the, you know, obviously they're not going to call me because there's nothing we can do if that's the choice. I, I, I don't want to diminish the value they bring to the world, but somebody that consciously says, nah, I'm just going to let them do it. Well, okay. So a lot of our demographic though, if you're, if you've been working and you're getting really close to retirement and then you all of a sudden you say, I'm just going to rely on them to handle everything in retirement. I just don't see people wanting to go backwards in their lifestyle. Right. Not, so, if, you, not if you have a, not if you have a choice, not if you have a choice, of course not. So, and, and I don't know. think the government is a great choice for that. I mean, I don't think that they, I mean, uh, clearly they're not very efficient with money. Hello. Right? Oh Lord. No. Yeah. Um, I have always, we don't elect the best and the brightest. <laughs> I mean, we don't. No, we don't. Every time there's a you know aftermath of an election, you realize, oh wow, that was maybe not the best idea. Um, well, and and the funny then, thing is, we don't even get into it. Their, their agenda is gigantically different from our agenda. Yeah, their agenda A is to get reelected, and B there there is no profit margin in government, so they don't give a darn if a department is very efficient. All they'll do is not give them as much money for their budget next year, as opposed to in a private company. Yeah. In a capitalist society, if you make a profit and you figured out a way to do it, you're going to want to do it even more next year because there could be a bonus. There could be all these other things that go. I mean, it's it's they're the antithesis of capitalism. Right. And, and to your point, you know, so for those folks who, who need government assistance, that's not kind of where I was going with this for the sarcastic part. It's no, I the, agree. In, yeah, order to get, I in order to get government assistance and help with truly everything you need in retirement, you have to be destitute. Right. Yeah, so you yeah. basically would have to spend through or or poorly manage your money in order to get, 
you know, nursing home Medicaid. care and Medicaid yeah. and food, you know, yeah. and, and I don't see people wanting, no one wants to be there, right? I think no. that's the point is that they, they want to have something more. And so that's why you turn to an advisor to say, okay, maybe I'm a little, maybe I'm not where we need to be yet. How do we, how do we get me there? Help me get there. So I don't have to rely on the government. I always think about the movie Dave from years ago, back in the 90s, where uh, the guy's got to run the country because he looks like he's a president lookalike and he's just a regular guy. And he brings in his friend who's a CPA and the guy's like, how do they how do they run this country like this? Yeah, this makes no sense. Yeah. He's like, I couldn't couldn't run my business this way. No, they also have the worry standing up with the mechanical arm saying I once caught a fish. Fish Yeah, it's a great movie. I know. I really like it. Yeah, it's a fun Um, movie. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go check it out, folks. It's a lot of fun, especially again, especially when they go to balance the budget. It's hilarious. The next one we're going to do here on reasons to not call a financial advisor. This one's pretty silly, Charles. But hey, you know what? Maybe you maybe you don't want your kids to get anything because they're brats. I don't know. You don't like them, right? You don't want to give your kids anything because you worked okay. for it and it's yours. Now I'm being a okay. little facetious, but there well, are people. I, there are people that are like that. Well, I we've had clients that feel that way. There, we, we set them up to make it on their own. And this is the that's legacy it. conversation. So if you're not yeah, planning yeah, oh, on leaving a right. legacy, yeah, you might not yeah. need to do it. Well, that's right. So, you know, I, I, I gave them everything imaginable to put them in a position where they can do this and I'm going to spend it Yeah. or I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it away to charity because they don't need it. It's not, maybe I, maybe I just don't like them. So, right. You know, that's the, that's <laughs> think, the estate. That, that's the estate. I mean, you don't have to like your kids. No, it's uh, true. Uh, you want uh, to say that the friends that you have for your whole life, that's the family you pick versus the, uh, yeah, the family that, that you're, you're assigned to. to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, I think no. that producers today, uh, this day, when they were writing these show notes, were feeling particularly ornery because well, like, because the line, like you hate your kids, they're ungrateful brats and you hope you run out of money so they don't get anything. I'm like, wow, somebody, somebody was yeah, mad well, at their, their And let's skip, day. let's skip quickly to the last one. And I will just t- read the, the title of the darn thing. And that's paying taxes, make you gleeful. <laughs> so I think, I think on that note, <laughs> Who, what yeah. else can we say yeah. other than don't call me? Yeah, and so if you're thinking, call Mark. About, don't yeah, don't call me. <laughs> so if you're thinking about the fact that you know these are all way over the top reasons to not call an advisor, yes, there's some truth in some of this stuff. Like you know, like sure. the kids thing. There are some people who don't want to leave a legacy, not because they dislike their kids. Most of the time, it's I just we worked for it. They're in a great position. I you know they don't need my help, and that's great. That means you've done yeah. a great job. Or or the more healthy approach to that one, typically Charles is. You know, if there's something left, cool, we'll leave, you know, we'll, we'll divide it up amongst them or whatever, but we're not going to diminish our retirement and the same thing with taxes, pay your fair share, but no one wants to sign up to pay extra, you know? So you want, that's all of these reasons are silly reasons. You want to work with an advisor so that you can be as efficient as possible in some of these arenas, especially when it comes to things like taxes, because it gets pretty complicated. Yep. And it changes all the time. Yeah, all the time. All right, well, let's do one email question, and then we'll get up out of here this week. Okie dokie. Let's see what we got here. And if you'd like to submit your own email question, go to pelotoncapital.com. That's pelotoncapital.com, P-E-L-L-E-T-O-N, capital.com. Drop us a line, shoot us an email, say hi, all that good stuff, and we will answer those on the show from time to time. And, of course, all questions get answered regardless of whether we air it on the show or not. So just reach out to Sherry and Charles and the team, pelotoncapital.com. All right, so we've got Roy in Phoenix. Yep. And he says, Charles, I'd like for my wife to be more involved in the retirement planning process, but honestly, she's always hated talking and dealing with money. Any suggestions on uh, how to get her more involved? 
first of all, Roy, thank you um, for wanting to get her involved. That's a very wise choice on your part. Big time. Uh, big time, because we run into it all the time where one spouse is not involved. Um, and it's usually the wife. That's, you know, it's not being sexist. It's just the reality of the thing. And we will sometimes, in fact, I may have mentioned this before, not that long ago, we turned a couple away because he had no respect for her wanting to be involved. She was scared to death of what might happen and he didn't care. And so we just said, nah, we're not a good choice. We're not going to, this won't work. Hmm. Um, But find find an advisor, Roy, find an advisor who understands the circumstances and can relate to your spouse. Wait, you know, and so and it can maybe talk to her to convince her, show her the reasons why she does want to know and why she does want to. And just, you know, don't overwhelm her with information, but just get her to to buy into the idea that, yeah, you do need to know. Yeah. Statistically, you're, Roy's going to die before his wife dies. Um, that's just the statistical reality of men die first. And, I and have Charles- always... I, Go ahead. I was going to say, and a bare minimum, like, okay, say, say he's using some strong words here. She hates talking about money, hates dealing with it. At bare minimum, at least to have her meet with the advisor, see if it's someone that she, you know, could get along with, because, and have her the information so that when Roy does pass, she knows who to at least call, right? That's right. I mean, it's that's nothing bare else. minimum. It's nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's essential. And that's why Sherry and I always meet with couples together mm-hmm. because yeah. we, we, we approach it differently. Uh, we hear different things, even though it's the same word. We hear it different ways. But, you know, we've rarely ever come across somebody that we can't get them to, to understand the reasons why. Why is it important? You don't have to be an expert. Sure. It's my car analogy again, right? You exactly. don't have to know how to build the combustion no, engine. No, just know how just, to drive a car. Exactly. Exactly. So it's it's critically important. But again, Roy, thanks for asking the question, because I wish I wish more guys did. They don't. They're happy to do it. By themselves and mm-hmm. man that's a toughie yeah no definitely and you know for for the misses out there you know again if it's not your thing and you're not into it at least by finding the right advisor by finding the right team you know often sometimes i hear so many stories where uh they enjoy chatting with the other people in the office for example you know she might find a real report with sherry right oh, sure. and it's not necessarily that she's there to know all the nuts and bolts of the plan but it's just to have the relationship so that you know who to call i know who i can ask some basic questions to and then along the way you start to charles to your point if you've got a good relationship and you've got the right advisor you start to retain that knowledge you start to get comfortable and ask more questions even if it's not your thing and it just naturally starts to happen for you yeah, it yeah. does. That's that's the hope. And it, you know, more that's often hope, than not, yeah. it, 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 it does happen. Now. Fantastic. So. Yeah. Well, Roy, again, I, I second what uh, Charles is saying there. Thanks so much for asking that question and for wanting to get her more involved, because it's certainly a, a piece that needs to happen more and more often. So that's it for this week on Financial Choices Matter. We're wrapping up here in October. We'll see you guys back in November. And uh, the year is moving right along. So have a happy Halloween and all that good stuff. How's the little guy doing? You guys going to do uh, you guys going to do some trick or treating with him this year? Still- I don't have any idea. That's not my that's not my idea. Cherry knows. I don't. Ah. <laughs> I just show up sometimes. I, I drive. I, I that's, you know, on that on the social end of things, I drive. There you go. Well, everybody have a great week to stay safe and sane. We'll see you next time here on Financial Choices Matter. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform you like to use. Find it all at PelotonCapital.com. Reach out to Charles that way as well at PelotonCapital.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Financial Choices Matter.
Financial planning and investment advisory services are provided by Peloton Capital Management Limited, a state-registered investment advisor. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No one should assume the information presented here serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized individual advice provided by Peloton Capital Management. For more information, visit www.pelotoncapital.com.